liability prior to making any recommendations or providing advice. We put our clients' best interest first, and we take a holistic approach to retirement planning. We have a team of professionals that work with us to handle just about any question or concern someone may have in their retirement planning process. Give them a call at 440-557-4500. That's 440-557-4500. Online at NorthCoastFinancialConsultants.com. North Coast Financial Consultants is proud to sponsor Jerry Quinn's Irish Show. And guess what, Tony? Our clients won't need the luck of the Irish to protect their pot of gold. That's right. Hugh Hewitt explains why gas is not getting cheaper. When it costs you $100 to fill the tank in your truck, it is Joe Biden's fault. It's not Putin's fault. It is not the fault of the greedy oil and gas companies who are getting windfall profits tied to the old saw of the Democrats. It's because the president has told the forward-looking markets we will not be drilling to surplus. The Hugh Hewitt Show, weekday mornings at 6, right before Bob France at 9 on AM 1420. The Answer. And Odyssey. The following program's views, claims, or representations may not reflect those of AM 1420, The Answer, or Salem Media Group. On our giveaways during this broadcast are the responsibilities of the host and or producers of the programs conducting the contest. All programs are subject to contestant giveaway rules and responsibilities mandated both by the FCC and by AM 1420, The Answer. Well, good morning, everybody. How do you do? Welcome to the Irish Show on WHK AM 1420. My name is Jerry Quinn. Delighted to be with you this morning. Our program is brought to you by Gandalf's Pub and Restaurant in Valley City, Chambers Funeral Home, Golf Tech, Joyce Buick GMC, O'Neill Healthcare, P.J. McIntyre's Irish Pub and Restaurant, Vince's Barbershop uh, at 183 24 Lakeshore Boulevard, notice the new address and the Western Reserve Insurance Group. All of these good folks bringing you the Irish show this morning on WHKAM 1420. Our number, 216-901-0945. We're also on the internet at whkradio.com. Don't go away. Stick around now. We're here until 12 o'clock on this Mother's Day, 2022. Well, good morning, JC. How do you do? 
Hi, Jerry. On a beautiful northeast Ohio day. I see Colleen is tearing into the parking lot. Yeah. Uh, and if Eddie was here, he'd complain that she's on one of the lines. <laughs> Did she park <laughs> between the lines? Hey, I want to mention this. Uh, somebody asked me recently about Apollo's fire when they're playing next. They're playing at St. Raphael's Church next Sunday. Apollo's fire. If you like Baroque music, you'll love Apollo's fire. It's wonderful. Jean Sorrell, she is the conductor and the founder of Apollo's fire next week, next Sunday. And I think, I'm not sure, I'll have to look it up. I think it's taking place at uh, 4 o'clock next Sunday, St. Raphael's Church. May OT is coming up the 5th. That's four weeks from today. Colleen is going to be telling you about that later. Uh, four weeks from today at John Carroll University, you're going to meet the Mayo Person of the Year. We're going to have our annual meeting. And if you are a member of the Mayo Society, you probably got a notice, as I did Saturday. Some of us did. Colleen and I got ours. JC, yeah, you didn't get yours. I hope you paid your membership. I'm in the Summit County, so oh. I'll get mine on Monday probably. That's, that's a kind of a foreign country, huh? It is. Okay. <laughs> Summit, <laughs> Summit County. Hey, listen, today is Mother's Day, and uh, of course, I think everybody knows the story of Mother's Day, but I'll give you a brief, quick, brief history of it. By the way, 1030 today, Tom Joyce is going to be calling in from Galway. And he's going to be telling us about the election that took place in the north of Ireland. Now, this was not an election, for an Irish election. This was actually a British election. So uh, the north of Ireland is part of Britain still. Anyway, back to Mother's Day. Mother's Day, a holiday in honor of mothers that is celebrated in countries throughout the world. In its modern form, the, uh, the holiday originated in the United States, where it is observed on the second Sunday of May. Many other countries also celebrate the holiday on this date, while some mark the observance at other times of the year. During the Middle Ages, the custom developed of allowing those who had moved away to visit their home parishes and their mothers um, the fourth Sunday of Lent. This became Mothering Sunday in Britain, where it continued into mod modern times. Although it has largely been replaced by Mother's Day, Mother's Day is celebrated on Sunday, May the 8th in 2022, that is today. Anna Jarvis of Philadelphia, whose mother had organized women's groups to promote friendship and health, originated Mother's Day. On May the 12th, 1907, she held a memorial service at her late mother's church in Grafton, West Virginia. Within five years, virtually every state was observing the day, and in 1914, President Woodrow Wilson made it a national holiday. Although Jarvis had promoted the wearing of a white carnation as a tribute to one's mother, the custom developed of wearing a red or pink carnation to represent a living mother as a white, or a white carnation for a mother who was deceased. Over time, the day was expanded to include others such as grandmothers, aunts. Um, they all played mothering roles. Funny thing, though, a lot of people don't know it, but Anna Jarvis, um, she went broke, actually, trying to make sure that it was, um, or I don't know what the right word is, that, that it wasn't, uh, that Mother's Day did not exist. She tried to take it out of existence. It wasn't uh, as she yeah. envisioned it oh. to yeah, become. Because, huh? it, because she said it became too commercialized, oh. and uh, she, she actually invested all her money, her private money, making it Mother's Day. 
And then, of course, she had a lot of recriminations about it and said, this isn't what I intended it to be. <clears throat> and she died in poverty. Oh, it's a shame. Yeah, but anyway, but I, as I was reading about this, I was finding there was a lot of other people, uh, both men and women, that laid claim to uh, to honor to creating Mother's Day. So anyway, Janet Jarvis is the recognized person. And it's ten minutes after ten. We have Tom Joyce coming on at the bottom of the hour at ten thirty. I don't want to take up too much time. But good morning, Colleen. How do you yeah, do? Good morning. Very good, Jerry. I oh. hope uh, Nellie and uh, everybody and your daughters, JC, are all having a great Mother's Day today. Happy and blessed Mother's Day. I know to my mother and my uh, mother-in-law. Oh yeah. <clears throat> Actually, my my mother, yeah. her anniversary is the twelfth of May. Oh. She died the twelfth of May, nineteen fifty, when I was just a a little guy. Yeah. I barely remember remember some of the things about her, but uh, 12th of May, it's always uh, always a mess for my mother in Ireland is celebrated mm-hmm. uh, today, usually. Well, <coughs> Jer- Jerry, speaking of uh, Galway, Tom Joyce calling in. Yeah. I was watching uh, a presentation by a professor at uh, Aquinas College in Grand Rapids, Michigan. And uh, one of his students had a question about the San Patricio Battalion. Mm-hmm. And, uh, Spanish-American Spanish, Spanish War, right? Spanish-American War. And uh, he had mentioned, uh, the professor mentioned John Riley, who was a, a Clifton native. Mm-hmm. And there's thought that he was perhaps trained by the British. He was an artilleryman. And as a thought, he was trained by the British and went AWOL in Canada and came over here to the U.S. But he led the San Patricios. They were promised, uh, you know, they're Irish guys that didn't have anything. Mm-hmm. They were promised land. They were promised a rank. And, of course, there was these beautiful uh, senoritas that uh, they saw and were aware of. But uh, he was spared execution as a deserter. They branded his cheek with a D for a deserter. And uh, oh. the professor said at one time there was a uh, statue of John O'Reilly in Clifton. Hmm. That was where he was from. And uh, now it's gone, and he didn't know if it was ever so replaced. So somebody stole the statue? Somebody stole the statue, yeah. Oh. So maybe uh, when Tom uh, calls, he can... Uh, well, I'm it. sure he's listening. I'm sure Tom is yeah, listening right now. Yeah, the PS on that story. Yeah. Right. He's going to he's going to talk about the election, and whatever else comes up, you just never know. But anyway, I want to I want to play this song in the in the very beginning. You know, I often talk about my mother-in-law. I was very fond of her, Johanna Stack. She was the mother of fourteen kids, three of them I, I mentioned a couple Sunday Sundays ago when one of her daughters, uh, Kathleen, passed away, and there's three of them alive now. But her favorite song, she used to always say to me on Mother's Day, would you play the, When the Fields Are White with Daisies? She came from County Wexford. <coughs> and I do have it right now here, and it's by Sean Dunphy. Now, Sean Dunphy may not be known to most of you, but those of you that know who the High Kings are, that is his son, Brian, Dun- Brian Dunphy, that sings in the High Kings. The father, actually, the, I saw the father appearing at the West Side Irish American Club here in Cleveland back in the late 60s. I think it was the late 60s, yes, when we were on Madison Avenue. So I'm going to play this in memory of my mother-in-law, who was just a wonderful lady, 14 kids, 
and she was an inspiration to all of us. Here she is. Was going out on a voyage unto a port beyond the sea. I watched a blue clad sailor as he bade his last farewell to the lassie who he loved most tenderly. I heard a sailor promise to the lassie now in tears. When the fields are white with daisies, I return. When the fields are white with daisies and the roses bloom again, let the love light in your heart. had sailed away and would anchor at the harbor never again alone she stood there weeping for the one she mourned was dead when a voice beside her whispered Molly dear God has spared me for your keeping and the promise once I made when the fields are white with daisies I'll return when the fields are white with daisies and the roses bloom again let the love light in your heart most brightly burn Fields are white with daisies, I'll return. When the fields are white with daisies, Sean Dunphy is his name. He used to have a band called Shaw Dunphy and the Hoedowners, believe it or not. It was a seven-piece band. And as I said before, they played at the Westside Irish American Club in the late 60s. Here's a great Mother's Day song. It's by Tony Kenny, and it's called Mother, the Gift. And taught me to live And she gave me love 
And showed me how to give She's the greatest example Of courage I've known And I hope that she's proud Of the seed she has sown And all of the years she For her little man And when I was weak She would fight in my stead And when I was weary She cradled my head I was shielded and guarded By the power of love And all of the good things A mother's all that I needed she gave me each day and I know it's a debt I can never
That was the great music from Petty Keenan, one of the great Ellen Pie players. Of course, uh, we have our own Ellen Pie player here in Cleveland, Brian Bigley. And by the way, Brian's going to be playing at the Mayor's Society Ball. Not the ball, the uh, the tea. And Tiffany Shaver, she's going to be playing the harp. So if you want to have a really nice afternoon, four weeks from today, I think it is four weeks from today, June the 9th, you're going to be able to go to John Carroll University. If you're a member of the Mayo Society, it's free for you. And there's going to be some real nice wine picked out by Eddie Fitzpatrick. So you know it's going to be good stuff. And a lot of fancy teas and cookies and sandwiches uh, all at John Carroll and the Murphy Irish Dancers. So it should be a, a wonderful afternoon. We're going to be announcing the Mayo Person of the Year. And then it's off to the races for that from there until the Mayo Ball on the 17th of September this year. The Mayo Ball is being held on halfway to St. Patrick's Day, which is the 17th of September. So mark it in your calendar. It is now 1025. Coming up at the bottom of the hour, we're going to be hearing from Tom Joyce over in Galway. But in the meantime, here's a really nice song by Mary Black. I think you'll like, I think you'll recognize this song for Ireland it's called Drinking all the day. 
There you are, Mary Black, here on the Irish Show on WHKA and 1420. Let me see, is Tom Joyce on the phone? Yeah, let When locating the right care for your elderly mom or dad, look no further. O'Neill Healthcare has been providing outstanding elder care on Cleveland's west side for more than 50 years. Whether needing assisted living, memory support, independent living, skilled nursing, hospice care, dialysis, or rehabilitative therapies, we are here for you. Our team of physicians, nurses, and therapists deliver personalized care with compassion and quality at the forefront. You have peace of mind knowing they are with extraordinary people who provide exceptional care. O'Neill Healthcare is always improving the care of older adults and is the trusted choice for your loved ones. For more information about O'Neill Healthcare or to schedule a tour at one of our five facilities, please contact us at 440-808-5500 or visit us online at O'Neill HC. Com. Thank you, John O'Neill. When you're thinking of health care, I want you to remember O'Neill Healthcare. Standing by now over in Galway, Ireland, all the way across the Atlantic, is Tom Joyce. Morning, Tom. How are you? Good morning, Jerry. Is my is that uh, clear? Um, my, is my line good? Very good, Tom. You're loud and okay. clear. Um, Very good. Well, listen, Tom, you had, an exciting, you had an exciting uh, week in Ireland. I want to find out all about this election that took place in Northern Ireland especially. Fill me in. Yeah, well, it was an election for the Northern Ireland Assembly, which is the local government of Northern Ireland. And as you know, Northern Ireland, which is part of Britain, uh, has been governed by unionists uh, since the foundation of the Northern Ireland, which was uh, for the last hundred years. So in this election... Sinn Féin historically have won the, major, the, the the largest number of seats. Now, they didn't actually gain any seats, but they held on to the 27 they had was the Democratic Unionist Party, which is the party originally founded by Ian Paisley. 
uh, they dropped from 28 to 25. It was always very tight. So under the rules, uh, Michelle O'Neill, the leader of Sinn Féin, becomes the first minister of Northern Ireland. Uh, that's subject to the agreement of the, the uh, main opposition because under the rules, they have to nominate the, their leader or a person as the deputy first minister. And it's not at all clear that they will do that because I think they're finding it very hard to swallow. But one way or another, it's a very historic victory and a great personal victory for Michelle O'Neill. You know, she's moved the party away from some of its traditional, I suppose, more hardline views. And uh, while they didn't dramatically increase their vote, they held their vote when everybody else's vote fell away. The other big important thing worth mentioning about the election is that the Alliance Party, which is the, is the central ground, if you like, and doesn't represent any religious or nationalist or unionist background, they they dub more than double their number of seats from eight to seventeen, and you know that's that's a very positive sign that you're seeing uh, the centre uh, um, non-aligned, if you like, um, uh, strengthen their hand. But uh, the unionist vote, like if you take the three unionist parties, because there are three, they've they've been having splits and, and disagreements for years, the three of them combined would still have a very slim majority over nationalist parties. I think the sad thing of the election was the demise of the SDLP, the party founded by John Hume, probably did more than anybody else to achieve peace in Northern Ireland. They slipped down to eight seats, and that means that they, at that number, they have no right to be represented in the government. They'll effectively be part of the opposition. Well, would that mean, so, Tom, Tom, would that mean that Catholicism is slipping there? Oh, I don't think so. No, I, I, well, I think, you know, a religion and the practice of religion and religion influencing one's one political views is probably in decline everywhere, you know. Um, but, uh, no, I think, I, I think there's a, uh, you know, a, a strong middle class there's, over the last 30 years, 40 years, much improved standards of education uh, across all uh, people. And uh, this has meant that people are discussing the issues, uh, you know, on a non-sectarian basis. And But it's interesting, Jerry, to talk to, to in, particularly in the context of something else that's been in the news this week. But in Northern Ireland, for example, uh, Sinn Féin would take a very liberal view on abortion, whereas the unionists would be... Uh, you know, very active in the pro-life movement and, in fact, strongly opposed. Britain insisted that the law on abortion that applies in the UK would also apply in Northern Ireland and effectively imposed it. So, you know, it's, a, it's, it's very interesting because Sinn Féin would be seen as a Catholic party, you know, supported the more liberal view, whereas the, the, the if you like, the Unionist and Protestant parties, uh, particularly the Democratic Unionist Party, would be totally opposed. Of course, uh, of course, uh, Tom, the evangelicals here in America would, would would be similar. Yeah, yeah, and of course, the the you know the in many ways the uh, uh, Presbyterian roots of the um, of the Democratic Unionist Party, you know, w- would be similar. But I, I think everyone is hoping that a government will be formed. It's not at all certain because for Jeffrey Donaldson, the leader of the Unionists, it's a bitter pill for him to swallow. To be to play second best to Michelle O'Neill, and there's a lot of speculation today in the media that in fact he probably, you know, will either nominate somebody else or 
uh, you know, not go into government. And, and uh, under the rules, if they haven't reached agreement on the formation of a cabinet in effect within six months, there's another election. Now, it's highly unlikely. Nobody wants that. But, you know, there's some speculation here that they, they are very unhappy with the fact that they're no longer top dog. That's democracy. You know, you have to, have, you have to accept the fact. Well, Tom, so, speaking think, of uh, speculation, there's a lot of people speculating in this country. This, this is the beginning of the end of a divided Ireland. What do you think? What are we looking at in years, do you think, until we have a united Ireland? Well, if you, were at, if, if, you know, they, Sinn Féin during the election campaign didn't mention the subject at all. They kept away from it. But as soon as the results were in yesterday, you had the Sinn Féin leader, Mary Lou MacDonald, calling for a border poll. Now, a border poll at the moment would be defeated. You know, the the the, the, um, uh, the polls show that uh, it would be defeated, probably, you know, by close on 60-40 or maybe 55-45. But I, I've no doubt, though, Jerry, that, you know, I would say within 20 years, there's a very, very strong possibility of a united Ireland as part of just the whole European Union because one of the big issues that the unionists really got themselves wrong-footed on was the whole business of Brexit and leaving the European Union. And uh, if you're familiar with the deal that was done on, under the so-called protocol, effectively all of Ireland, for all practical trade purposes, remains within the EU, even on Northern Ireland as part of the UK. And the unionists are not, not at all happy with this arrangement. But, you know, Northern Ireland at the time of the Brexit referendum voted two-thirds to stay in the EU. So I think that the fact of the European, uh, the very strong European support for in Northern Ireland and general disillusionment with the, their dependence on England, and I stress England rather than the UK, because also there were local elections in, in Britain this week. And, you know, the Scottish nationalists ha have a clear majority now uh, in the event that there was a referendum to, to for, a, for a, an independent Scotland, you know, there's strong indications that that would be carried as well. And you could very well see, you know, over the next two decades, I would say, the breakup of the United Kingdom. But it, it, it will only happen if, if the British uh, continue to neglect Scotland and Ireland. That's the way I see it. You know, if they took steps... Um, because at the end of the day, they do subsidise Northern Ireland very heavily, the order of 12 to 15 billion a year. And uh, that's a lot of money, you know. Uh, and I don't think anybody in the Republic of Ireland is queuing up to pay more taxes to support the, the unification. But there would be still a, quite a big majority in the Republic, I think, who would like to see a united Ireland. And how about in the North? No, the North, I think it's still... It's probably the, the opinion polls would suggest, you know, somewhere in the high 30s would be nearly not quite 40 percent in favor. And, you know, um, you know, that would suggest 60 against, although generally in the polls you get maybe, you know, 50 percent saying no, uh, 30 something percent saying yes. And then quite a lot of undecided. So but, you know, if you look at the way Sinn Féin has have grown and, you know, Sinn Féin has demonstrated that its policies uh, do, uh, you know, they're more inclusive, I would say, than traditionally the unionists were. So uh, given time, there's a gradual shift, and that's the reality, you know.
I suppose, Tom, eventually it depends on how Britain feels about it, how long they're, they're willing to fund it. How many billion did you say a year? Six billion? Uh, they say, say the next subsidy is in the or somewhere between 12 and 15 billion. It's hard to get an exact um, figure on it. You know, but the whole Brexit thing has been, it's been a bit disastrous for, for, for Northern Ireland. Indeed, it's, it's caused problems for the Republic of Ireland as well. And just to give you an example of, of the practicalities of it, uh, Jerry, just exactly a month ago, a little month ago, on the 4th of April, I travelled through Britain to France and I went through, out through the port of Dover and through the Channel Tunnel. And luckily we were in a car, but we, we bypassed 20-mile tailback of trucks trying to get through the customs border to get to the continent. And, you know... Back 20 miles? 20 miles of trucks lined up against one another, trying to get out of, you know, trying to export goods or return after importing goods. And that used to be a free and open border under the, under when, when Britain was part of the EU. So, you know, they've created a, a, a bit of a milestone, that they, a millstone, I should say, that they haven't really addressed. Okay. And uh, I think if, you know, maybe it will be addressed. Tom, uh, I, I have another question for you. I'm going to leave that subject matter right now. We'll talk about it again sometime in the future. But um, I'm sure you read in the papers about the Roe, v, uh, Roe versus Wade controversy that has sprung up in this country. And um, I know John Roberts, uh, the chief the chief of our Supreme Court. Uh, you've met him, haven't you? I have indeed, and I must say it was a great privilege to have met him. He He lectured... Uh, on a summer school at the University in Galway uh, some years ago. It was a visiting a U.S. academic group, I think New England Law School, but I'm not certain about that. And he was he was the resident lecturer. So I had the uh, privilege of being invited to a small group who had lunch with him. And we talked about a lot of issues. I discovered, for example, that his wife has Irish connections and he's been to hurling matches and had a great interest in Ireland. But you know, I know he's a, he would have been seen as a right-wing appointment to the court. I found him to be very liberal in his views in 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 um, uh, in many many uh, ways, and you know came across as a really strong leader. So I think, you know, having somebody as chief justice at the time of what clearly is going to be very controversial judgment if it does come out, mm-hmm. I think it would be very, very important because, as you know, there is nothing more divisive in society. Mm-hmm. Uh, we, had it, we had it here going back to the 80s when we first put a clause banning abortion into our constitution, and that led to constant challenges, and eventually, just a few years ago, uh, we removed the Eighth Amendment to the constitution um, which prohibited abortion. And in fact, the, the, the laws that were subsequently adopted here, to be frank, I thought were much more liberal than I would have ever thought you would see emerge in Ireland, you know, in, a, in a, what is predominantly a Catholic country. Um, but it's a very divisive issue. So, uh, But I think in America, you know, you have, if you have strong leadership in the court and political leadership, hopefully, uh, you know, that it, it won't lead to um, any disturbances on the street. Because that did happen here, and it happens in a lot of countries uh, on this issue, because it's a hugely challenging issue for society, I think, to, to, to deal with. You see, Tom, now, you meeting John Roberts, that's probably the dream of a lot of lawyers that are listening to us right now, saying, how come I never met John Roberts? And I know, I know that. And in, in fact, uh, 
Uh, there were no lawyers at the lunch, but he did talk to a lot of lawyers. And he told me, in fact, after he left Ireland that time, he was visiting the UK where he would be meeting with lawyers. Yeah. So and his, wife, great, uh, his wife is from Limerick, or her parents are from Limerick, I believe? I think her parents, uh, she's an Irish connection to Limerick, and he had been there. In fact, he had been there uh, prior to coming to Galway on that trip. Uh, but I got the impression he was not, uh, quite a regular visit to Ireland, a visitor to Ireland. Um, I did hear that. So, and uh, he's yeah. a regular in Galway, I believe. Yeah, I, I, you know, and uh, I think, you know, people in Ireland are very good at allowing uh, dignitaries of his stature to go about their business and enjoy a visit uh, in a in a very private way. So. Yes. Well, Tom, thanks for calling in. I got uh, some commercials to do here. Okay. We to, well, we listen, I love your, the by the way, Jerry, can I just say uh, happy Mother's Day to all the mothers out there. Uh, I loved your music, uh, Sean Dunphy. I thought I, I remember him and uh, Tony Kenny both represented Ireland in the Eurovision in their day and I think you might have been in New York at our own gala the night we had Mary Black. I sure was and, Tom. Yeah, so there you are now. That's so great. Listen, Jerry, we'll talk again. Well to Eilish and all the Joyce family, happy Mother's Day and we'll talk soon again Tom. Great hearing okay, from you. Jerry. Thank you very much. Okay. Bye. 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 Improve your golf game with Golf Tech. Take the next step to a better game with equipment and custom fitting with the latest technology. Golf Tech has six area locations. Your golf game goes further with Golf Tech. Visit one of Northeast Ohio's Golf Tech locations or go to golftech.com. Golf Tech, proven path to proven results. Sean and Michelle Lackey, they own a wonderful pub called Gandalf's in Valley City, Ohio. I think you should go there. You'll love it. Here they are to tell you about it. The best European-style pub is nearby at Gandalf's in Valley City. Whether you're in for brunch, lunch, or dinner, the chef's inspired menu will cast a spell of deliciousness, keeping you coming back for more. Plus, live entertainment, a large craft beer selection, and great service make Gandalf's Club one of the area's liveliest gathering spots. For great food and fun, it's Gandalf's Pub and Restaurant, Route 303 in Valley City. Top of the morning. Western Reserve Group has proudly served Ohio for over 100 years. Their mission has been to provide families with quality insurance protection for their home, auto, business, and farm. For more information about Western Reserve Group, contact your local Western Reserve Group independent insurance agent or go to their website at www.wrg-ins.com to find an agent near you. At Choice Buick GMC, they're one of the largest selections in Ohio of the new Encore, the Encore GX, the Envision, and the Enclave. The selection of GMC terrains, Acadia, Sierras, and Yukons, well, it's very impressive. Whether you are considering a new or used vehicle, Joyce pledges to offer the best in pricing and service. They offer great leases and 0% financing. They have hundreds of vehicles in stock. Mike and Sean Joyce, they're on the premises every day. Visit the used car department for the great used car and truck selection. Visit them online at drivejoyce.com. Call them, 440-934-6600, or visit them personally at 38039 Chester Road, right off, 90, off I-90 in Avon, Ohio. It is now 1049 here on the Irish Show on WHK. J.C. Sullivan is with us, and he is 
answering the phone today, but he's also here in Studio One right now. There you go, JC. Hey, I had a call from our, I think, our most loyal listener, uh, Tommy McKibben. Okay. Said hello to everybody, which is a happy Mother's Day to all the uh, mothers who are listening. Uh, also, a happy Mother's Day to my daughter Erin uh, Lally in Strongsville, my daughter Kitty in uh, Dakar, Senegal, who is probably not listening. Well, if she's in Senegal, why not? I know, right. We have our worldwide listeners. Oh, yeah. <laughs> they have uh, Wi-Fi there. Yes. Uh, con- congratulations to my grandson, Franny Lally, graduated from Ohio State yesterday. And Colleen Grace Lally, uh, graduating senior at Strongsville High. She's going to Miami of Ohio. Jack Coyne called in. And I don't know if you saw the obit in the PD today, but uh, Jimmy Stanton died in Washington, D.C. I did not see that. Yeah, he's 90 years old, uh, Jack tells us, and former congressman and uh, senator. Uh, That's right, yeah, and he was um, he was head of, head of city council, wasn't yes, he? Yes, he was. He used uh-huh. to be fighting with George Forbes all the time. And he's a holy name graduate. He's a holy name holy graduate, name graduate. Of course. Yeah, yeah of course. what a great guy. I had the chance to talk to him several times and uh, and to meet him. Yeah, uh, Jack Coyne is a Benedictine graduate, <laughs> I might mention yeah, yes. as well, you know. A happy Mother's Day to uh, my sister's Mary Jo Connors, uh, Jane uh, Dido, and uh, Margie Chapman. And uh, we had a call from Eddie Fitzpatrick. We did in New oh, Jersey. Good. He's at the Jersey Show. Yeah. So I'm uh, wondering if he's uh, doing any crabbing while he's up there, you know. Of course, he's probably being crabby. Oh, yeah. I asked him oh. where his booze was in Studio Eddie's B. Eddie's never crabby, though. No, really? Eddie's never crabby. <laughs> oh, he's and he's up, with the yeah. grandkids. He's not he's like you and I, J.C. I asked him yeah. where his booze was over in Studio B. He said it's under the desk. <laughs> <laughs> Liar, there's no desk over there. Right. <laughs> there's no booze there That's for all sure. for the moment. Well, Eddie, we miss you. You and Pat have a safe trip. Um, Jerry, I did just want to say there are a couple announcements. Again, very, very happy Mother's Day to my mom, uh, Celia Corrigan, and my mother-in-law, Joanne uh, Day. And my uh, stepdaughters all are wonderful mothers, Kristen, Shannon, and Sammy, um, and also all the mothers out there, my friends and family. But, uh, Jerry, uh, another sad news, uh, John, um, Eddie uh, Gallagher passed away, and his father had some lots of connections to Mayo, and uh, but he wonderful man, um, six children. They um, he'll be at Chambers Funeral Home uh, uh, laid out on Monday evening. His wife Kathy, Kathy is a forty, and um, we're so sorry so uh, for the loss. And um, uh, just a great guy, wonderful, very smart. Always had a great conversation and was real involved with his uh, ancestry and family history. I know my brother Patrick got to be very close to him. But uh, his um, his children and grandchildren and his wife, Kathy, you're all in our prayers and thoughts. So he his father came over in the 20s. Yes, his father I was did. telling you about yes. the same time as Willie Chambers came yes. over. So, but my brother is saying that when you when he was talking to you here, that Ed's father was with Willie Chambers, maybe not with him exactly, but also on the run and stayed at your grandfather's yeah, house, grandfather's house, That's right. maybe before he came to Cleveland. That's right. He so was on his, the run. He was on the run. And his father, my brother Patrick, who knows all this stuff, 
is no. Uh, it's important to yes. point out that he wasn't a bank robber. Or no, anything. no, no. His father was John on, Gallagher. He was on the run from the British. Right, right. And if you want to know more about any of those type of things, we're going to be at the West Side IA with a family reunion, and that means anybody from Mayo family reunion, but a lot of Corrigans and Gallagher's and all that um, at twelve noon on uh, the Saturday of Memorial Day weekend. If I so, stop in at a drinks yes, for free, JC, I, yeah, whatever <laughs> you could, you'll have some of my drinks and Brian's drinks. Now, yes, does anybody see Sean Lackey's uh, picture? Uh, from uh, his restaurant yesterday. Oh no, no Gandalf. He, he's got we love Sean. He's a southern dude. I'm oh. telling you. Yeah. Oh, did he have a derby party? Well, he must have. But okay. He, what about that horse winning at 80 to one? Right. Okay. Know, do you know I'm that number 21 never like, won? Oh never. Oh my God, where did this horse come from? You exactly. Know, as he was edging up, you know. But it was funny listening to statistics during the day. The number 21 has never won in the history of all the races. And so I thought to myself when I was getting ready before I went down to an event uh, for the Ursulines, I'm like, oh, but I didn't pick that number, did I? No, I didn't. Because then I picked a horse with one of the sister's names. Uh, and anyway, but another, whatever. So it was yes. the 148th running mm-hmm. of yes. the Derby. 148 yes. years, can you believe that? Right. No, it's amazing, and it's quite a show. But, Jerry, also, I think we have a song lined up and a very special song for a very special guy, Mickey Day, who you know, Mickey, was on your trip to Ireland. That's right. Is that Whiskey on a Sunday? That's Whiskey on a Sunday. It's Mickey's birthday, and so I hope Mickey has a great day. Here it is. Here you are, Mickey. Happy birthday. Here are the Irish Rovers. Come day, go day, wishing me hard it was Sunday. Drinking buttermilk through the week, whiskey on a Sunday. He sits on the corner of old beggar's bush, on top of an old hanging grate. He has three wooden dolls that can dance and can sing, and he croons with a smile on his face. Come day go day, wishing me hard it was Sunday. Drinking buttermilk through the week, whiskey on a Sunday. His tired old hands tug away at the strings, and the puppets they dance up and down. A far better show than you ever would see in the fanciest theatre in town. Come day go day, wishing me hard it was Sunday. Drinking buttermilk through the week, whiskey on a Sunday. I'm sad to relate that old sad Davy died in 1904. The three wooden dolls in the dustbin were laid, his songs will be heard nevermore. Come they go day, wishing me hard it was Sunday. Drinking buttermilk through the week, whiskey on a Sunday. On some stormy night when you're passing that way, and the wind's blowing up from the sea, you'll still hear the song of old sad Davy as he croons to his dancing doll's dream. Come day, go day. Wishing me hard it was Sunday Drinking buttermilk through the week Whiskey 
Oh, there it is. Happy birthday, Mickey. Whiskey on a Sunday. Don't drink too much of it. It's not good for you. <laughs> Take it from me. Right, Colleen? That's right, Jerry. Yeah. <laughs> That's right, Jerry. Okay. Drink some water. There we go. Here, we're bringing us up to the top of the hour. Here's James Galway and the National Philharmonic Orchestra. This is a beautiful song. I know most of you know when you hear it, you'll know it. Here it goes. of Salem Media Group broadcasting from the Discount Drug Mart Studios. Proud to be celebrating over 50 years as your hometown pharmacy. I walked through a county courthouse square on a park bench, an old man was sitting there. I said, your old courthouse is kind of run down. He said, no, it'll do for our little town. I said, your old flagpole is leaned a little bit. 
And that's a ragged old flag you got hanging on it. He said, have a seat. And I sat down. Is this the first time you've been to our little town? I said, I think it is. He said, I don't like to brag, but we're kind of proud of that ragged old flag. You see, we got a little hole in that flag there when Washington took it across the Delaware. And it got powder burned the night that Francis Scott Key sat watching it right and say, can you see? And it got a bad rip in New Orleans with Packingham and Jackson tugging at its seams. And it almost fell at the Alamo beside the Texas flag, but she waved on, though. She got cut with a sword at Chancellorsville, and she got cut again at Shiloh Hill. There was Robert E. Lee, Beauregard, and Bragg, and the south wind blew hard on that ragged old flag. On Flanders Field in World War I, she got a big hole from a Bertha gun. She turned blood red in World War II. She hung limp and low a time or two. She was in Korea, Vietnam. She went where she was sent by her Uncle Sam. She waved from our ships upon the briny foam, and now they've about quit waving back here at home. In her own good land here, she's been abused. She's been burned, dishonored, denied, and refused. And the government for which she stands is scandalized throughout the land. And she's getting threadbare and she's wearing thin, but she's in good shape for the shape she's in. Cause she's been through the fire before. And I believe she can take a whole lot more. So we raise her up every morning. We take her down every night. We don't let her touch the ground and we fold her up right. On second thought, I do like to brag cause I'm mighty proud of that ragged old flag. There he is, the great Johnny Cash. We usually use that at the opening of our program, but I wanted to do the other song, The Wheels, Fields Are uh, White With Daisies, instead. Now back to trad music right now. Here's the Border Collies, and it's called John Brennan. Stand by. Thank you. 
There is some great tenor banjo playing here on the Irish Show on WHK AM 1420. Our phone number 216-9010945. J.C. Sullivan is manning the phones today, and he's still looking for that bottle of Middleton on the desk. He's, I don't think he's going to find it. <clears throat> There'd never be a bottle of Middleton around this studio with Eddie Fitzpatrick here every Sunday. I can tell you that it would not survive. And it wouldn't survive with J.C. either. Here's a great song written by Johnny McAvoy. And I want you to pay attention to this one sentence in the, in the song. And it, I just told Colleen about it. It says, um, you chose to go, so she, or no, she chose to go so you could live long, long before your time. Listen to the words to this song. I think you'll find it's quite appropriate in today's political climate. You ask me why I look so sad on this bright summer day, or why the tears are in my eyes and I seem so far away. Well, sit yourself beside me, love, and put your hand in mine, and I'll tell you of someone I loved long, long before your time. I'm sitting here and thinking of those days so long ago. So you are. 
But you smile so much like she did Long, long before your time And you smile so much like she did Long, long before your time
It is 80, 18 minutes past the hour of 11 o'clock here on the Irish Show on WHK AM 1420. Colleen, tell us about PJ McIntyre's Pub and Restaurant. Places to go at Cam's Corner. And that's today is Mother's Day, May 8th. Happy Mother's Day. We would love to celebrate with you and your family and show your appreciation for the wonderful mothers in the world. And all moms eat half off today. So that's a great way to celebrate Mother's Day. You can go to PJ's and eat half off for all mothers. Happy International Nurses Day, which is May 12th. And May 12th, Nurses Day, all nurses receive 50% off the total bill. So please stop in and let us show your gratitude. So I know Fairview Hospital is right there, but any and all nurses can go in there to show your gratitude. PJ McIntyre is giving you 50% off the total bill. Half Cracked, the uh, music group, is going to be playing on May 14th. That's a lot of fun. They take the stage at 8 p.m. That's Bernie McCafferty. That's right. That's Bernie McCafferty. He's awesome. May 19th, calling all realtors, investors, contractors, and lenders. Stop by the monthly networking hosted by Local at 12.30 p.m. So they're having some meetings. Here's our good friends, May 21st, Crawley and Sofranco. Take the stage at 8 p.m. PJ McIntyre's. And Memorial Day. Memorial Day. Happy Memorial Day. May we never forget and honor those who have sacrificed their lives to protect our freedom. We will be uh, closed on Memorial Day and reopen Monday at 3 p.m. So, But PJ McIntyre is a great place for breakfast, lunch, and dinner. Um, every Thursday and Sunday, they want to extend their thanks and gratitude to our first responders, nurses, and doctors. So they take 25% off your bill mm. uh, with a proof of your occupation. So stay tuned for more. And PJ McIntyre's is a great place to go, Jerry. It is, and great breakfast, too. Yes, delicious. All day Irish breakfast. That's right. When you're watching the calories, especially. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right. I love it. Go for a walk afterward yes. in a beautiful park. Now I want there. to tell you about my good friend at Vince's Barbershop. In fact, you were remarking, Colleen, how wonderful I looked this morning. The reason Very I do handsome. look so well <laughs> is I got a haircut from Vince yesterday. But he's moving. Yesterday was his last day in his present location. He is moving to 18324 Lakeshore Boulevard, just about a couple hundred yards down the street from St. Joe's High School. He's moving in with his old friend at Beachland Hair Design. Uh, you know, it's a funny thing. Yes. 50 years ago, Vince and this lady opened a, a beauty salon and a barbershop together. Okay. And they went their separate ways, sure. and now they're back together. I love uh, it. And uh, it's called Beachland Hair Design. It's what a on, great story. It's on at 183-24 Lakeshore Boulevard. Like I said, just a few hundred yards down the street from St. Joe's High School. So if you want that gr well-groomed look, and if you saw me this morning, you would say, I'm going to go to that barbershop. That's right. Good looking. And I think, you know, <laughs> also the ladies, they, if the wife wants to go with the husband, you can right. get their hair done. Sure. At, Be at Beachland Hair Design. That sounds good, Jerry. Right. It sounds like a couple's day out. Right. <laughs> yes. <laughs> date I like night. that. A little date 11, night. 11.21. Yes. You, you got something Jerry, I there? do. I just wanted to remind everybody that the Mayo Society of Greater Cleveland's annual tea and meeting will be Sunday, June 5th. It's from 2 o'clock to 5 o'clock at the Dolan Atrium. That's at John Carroll University. Very easy to get to right off of Warrensville. Lots of parking, and it's real easy to get into. The meeting's at 2 p.m. An introduction of the 2022 Mayo Person of the Year, followed by refreshments and entertainment. And the entertainment is by our own uh, Brian Bigley, which we love. Tiffany and also, Schaefer. And Tiffany Schaefer, and also the Murphy Irish Dancers, who just placed second in the world's the world's over in Belfast, so we can't wait to see you, Sheila Murphy, and all your dancers. So please come. If you're a member, 
you know, this is a free event. If you're not a member, you can join at the table. So not a big deal. But you can join us uh, on May, uh, I'm sorry, on June 5th. Four That's weeks from today, I think. That's right. Mm-hmm. Great. Okay. Yep, very good. Hey, let me tell our, the folks about our good friends at Chambers Funeral Home. For generations, Chambers Funeral Home has been a part of the great history of Northeast Ohio, providing meaningful funeral services what Chambers strives to provide. Pre-planning your future funeral arrangement is a wise and sensible choice in estate planning, and Chambers can help assist you and your family. From traditional burial services to cremation service, the funeral directors at Chambers are skilled in assisting families of all faiths and financial abilities. Please call Chambers Funeral Home at 216-251-6566 or visit them at chambersfuneral.com. And they would be honored to discuss all of the many options available to you and your family as we commemorate a life well lived. Chambers Funeral Homes are proud to be family owned and operated and helping greater Cleveland families since 1933. Colleen, I want to remind our listeners about um, the Walks of Life event. It is coming up the 19th of May at Windows on the River. Margaret Lynch uh, is in charge of that wonderful event. And Danny Chambers is one of the honorees. So we're going to be all there at it, and we're really looking forward to it. Yes, we so are. So if you want to get tickets to it, if you want to go to it, if you have a computer, just um, go to iassadmin at gmail.com. That's I think right. there is. I think there is a phone number, which I don't have handy. I don't know if Margaret is coming in to talk about it in the next I think she is. I'll confirm with her, but I'm pretty sure she is just to talk about, again, it's so great to have the walks of life back. You know, again, we're really still coming out of all this the last two years of not having people together at events. But it's getting back to more normal than ever. It's it's challenging. (laughs) It is. People get out of the habit of going to those events. That's right. And uh, I'm sure we're going to have similar challenges with the the Mayo Ball Ball coming up. Uh, we're, We're looking forward to it, but we're expecting to have a good turnout. We're thinking, we're hoping... That people are saying, listen, we haven't been there in a few That's years. That's right. We Let's go be and there. do it. Also, right. Colleen, I want mm-hmm. to mention that um, the International Hall of Fame, their event is coming up the 7th of June. Which is just oh, that's two, right. two that's days right. Mm-hmm. two days after the, the Mayo Tea. Mm-hmm. And that's also at uh, Windows on the River. And Debbie Hansen is in charge. Debbie and Dan Hansen are in charge of that. So we're uh, we're all going to be going to that also. So I hope everybody marks that in their calendar. Go to clevelandpeople.com or Cleveland, any of the Cleveland seniors, Cleveland people, Cleveland women, Cleveland. They have yes. just numerous, <laughs> numerous websites. Right. Clevelandpeople.com and all the information is on there. You know, when I was talking to Debbie uh-huh. last week, she says, I don't think I'm going to listen to your program next Sunday. Why? <coughs> I said, why, what? Debbie? She says, well, I was so sad. So some of those sounds you play make me sad, and I'm crying. Well, well Debbie, that's okay. Well, yeah, right. I mean, Colleen is always crying I, here and there. It's romantic, but it's also some sadness and some reflection. You know, on a day like today with Mother's Day, we think about the mothers who aren't with us anymore and our grandmothers and godmothers and, and friends. And, and at the same time, you know, right. a lot of people know mm-hmm. that I'm a very compassionate, decent person. Yes, you are. There. I think you are. Okay. <laughs> Most uh, of the time. Very unsolicited right. opinion there. <laughs> Most of the time, Mr. Yeah, Quinn. No. So, but we, we need to reflect and to do that. And sometimes it's, it's not that 
that bad uh, to do that. So, But we do have some um, joyful songs and some happy songs in our Irish history, but we do have a, well, a lot one, of reflective I songs. I have this what one coming have, up Jerry? now, and I know Debbie will be crying when she hears this one for sure. But Debbie, yes. i got to play it. I yes. have to, because I did, it's a lovely song. It's simply yeah. called Mother by Ida Grant. What were you going to say? I was going to say, I saw Dan Hansen in Parma last week. We were in the Parma, the, the Polish parade. We were celebrating uh, the Polish uh, uh, Constitution Day. So Dan was there with his uh, camera, and right there in front of uh, St. Charles yeah, Church. Yeah, you know, Dan covers the entire over. city, all, all the nationalities. Yes. I don't know how he does it, and he writes about every one of them. So if you if you can at all, if you're by your computer, just go to clevelandpeople.com. And, uh, and then you might see, might even see J.C. Sullivan. Speaking <laughs> of, here he is. Speaking what? of uh, Deb Hansen, she just called in uh, to add that on June 7th, uh, at the Cleveland International Hall of Fame. We just announced it. But you weren't probably listening to us. Well, no, I was uh, watching the movies <laughs> over there. Right, right, right. Yeah. So okay. What else is at the International Hall of Fame? Did well, you yeah, yeah, Margaret Lynch is being inducted. Oh, yes, yeah. that's yeah. right. That's right. So, Jerry, yes. All right, let me play this song. Here's It's called Mother, and it's by Isla Grant. It's a lovely song. You'll like it. With a character and style that's all its own And compared with all the rest It's the place that I love best County Mayo, you're the heaven I call home Oh, how I'd long to stray Down along the nature's way Where the larch and the pines grow straight and tall By the heather and wildflowers I would wild away the hours and rest a while beside the waterfall Fondest memories linger still And I know they always will All those many simple pleasures I have known And the carefree days I spent Always happy and content County Mayo, you're the heaven I call home Connemara in Galway and across the great Loch Mass to Ballon Fondest memories linger still and I know they always will all those many simple pleasures I have known and the carefree days I spent always happy and content County Mayo you're the heaven I call home He's gone I will Like no other I have known 
All right. Now we, I think we got it. Here's the mother. Beautiful song. If only I could see again The twinkle in my mother's eyes To hear again Her gentle voice And have her hold me When I cry If only she could be here now To help me free my troubled mind I wonder if my go that when I'd cry she'd wipe my tears and just like magic when I'd fall she'd be right there to calm my So far 
1138 here on the Irish Show on WHK AM 1420. New York is a great city. It was a great city. A lot of people are saying it's not anymore. And my, my two friends, my good friend Mary McEnany and her husband Dennis live there. They live on um, Park Avenue in New York. And I always say that they've, um, they've really reached the pinnacle of the business world and they love their city of New York, but they've been a little bit disappointed in it lately. Uh, thank God they can afford a house out in the country, which they enjoy immensely. But anyway, um, I always play this song for them. It's called When New York Was Irish. Here it is. Travel from Kingsbridge to Queens on the town, from Highbridge to Bay Ridge, from uptown to down, from the east side to the seaside. Sweet summer scenes, we made New York City our island of dreams. They were ever so happy. Cherished 
when the city was mine. Oh, how I loved all those radiant smiles. How I longed for the days when we danced in the aisles. They were ever so happy. J.C. Sullivan, what you got to say to me? Well, today is Jimmy Garrity's lucky day. Why? Well, his uh, goddaughter, Rita, sent out happy birthday greetings for him. Oh, nice. So have a good day there, um, Timmy Garrity. And you want to hear Queen of the May, right? Uh, I got it queued up here. I hope it's right. That's what the computer says it is. Well, let it roll. All right, let's see. Here's Frank Patterson, Queen of the May. We should have played this last week when it was the 1st of May, but better late than never. It looks like...
There is J.C. Sullivan's favorite song. You would never think if you knew him that he was such a religious man, but he really is. Yes. Now this. <laughs> Improve your golf game with Golf Tech. Take the next step to a better game with equipment and custom fitting with the latest technology. Golf Tech has six area locations. Your golf game goes further with Golf Tech. Visit one of Northeast Ohio's Golf Tech locations or go to golftech.com. Golf Tech, proven path to proven results. When locating the right care for your elderly mom or dad, look no further. O'Neill Healthcare has been providing outstanding elder care on Cleveland's west side for more than 50 years. Whether needing assisted living, memory support, independent living, skilled nursing, hospice care, dialysis, or rehabilitative therapies, we are here for you. Our team of physicians, nurses, and therapists deliver personalized care with compassion and quality at the forefront. You have peace of mind knowing they are with extraordinary people who provide exceptional care. O'Neill Healthcare is always improving the care of older adults and is the trusted choice for your loved ones. For more information about O'Neill Healthcare or to schedule a tour at one of our five facilities, please contact us at 440-808-5500 or visit us online at O'NeillHC. Hi, I'm Mike Joyce from Joyce Buick GMC, inviting you to visit our dealership for a new Buick or GMC. Joyce has a great selection of new Buicks and GMCs in stock, and we're offering you the best in pricing and customer care. Come see why Buick is the fastest growing car manufacturer in the U.S., Joyce Buick GMC, serving you for over 45 years. So make sure you get to Joyce Buick GMC. They have hundreds of vehicles in stock. Mike and Sean Joyce are on the premises every day. Visit the used car department at drivejoyce.com. 
phone number 440-934-6600 and the address 38039 Chester Road, right off I-90 in Avon, Ohio. I just heard from Bridget Burkett. Oh, how's Bridget doing? She's doing well. Enjoyed the show today very, very much. Hello, Bridget. We miss seeing you. Oh, that she's with, uh, of course, the uh, area rep for uh, Sullivan's uh, of Kilkenny. Yeah. Should we, we should not let a Mother's Day go by without playing a mother's love as a blessing, should we? Yes, I got to do it. If I don't, people say to me, the one song that's so... Uh, with the Irish, anyway, so associated with Mother's Day is this one by Richie O'Shea. Here it is, A Mother's Love is a Blessing. An Irish boy was leaving Leaving his native home Crossing the broad Atlantic once more he wished to roam And as he was leaving his mother When standing on the quay He threw his arms around her waist And this to her did say A mother's love is a blessing No matter where you roam Keep her while she's living You'll miss her when she's gone Love her as in childhood When feeble, old and gray For you'll never miss a mother's love Till she's buried beneath the clay And as the years grow onward, I'll settle down in line. And I'll choose a nice young colleague and take her for my wife. And as the babes grow older, they'll play around my knee. And I'll teach them the very same lesson that my mother taught. A mother's love is a blessing No matter where you roam Keep her while she's living You'll miss her when she's gone Love her as in childhood When feeble, old and gray For you'll never miss a mother's love She's buried beneath the clay A mother's love is a blessing No matter where you roam Keep her while she's living You'll miss her when she's gone Love her as in childhood When feeble, old and gray For you'll never Till she's buried beneath the clay. 
Oh, it's a classic here on the Irish show on WHKAM 1420. Closing out the program, here's Kathleen King. That's the music telling me that I have to make room for Tom Kelly and company coming up at the top of the hour until 2 o'clock today, so make sure you stay with Tom. Our program is brought to you by Chambers Funeral Homes, Gandalf's Pub and Restaurant in Valley City, Golf Tech, Joyce Buick GMC, O'Neill Healthcare, P.J. McIntyre's Irish Pub and Restaurant, Vince's Barber Shop at 18324 Lakeshore Boulevard in Cleveland, the Western Reserve Insurance Group, all these folks bringing you the Irish show this morning on WHK AM 1420 and on the internet at whkradio.com. Go to our website. You can hear a podcast to this program probably tomorrow by noon. It should be up there. Go to quinnirishradio.com and go to the archives heading. I leave you with the immortal words of John Locke when he wrote, Oh, Ireland, isn't it grand you look? like a bride in a rich adorning. With all the pent-up love in my heart, I bid you the top of the morning. I'm Jerry Quinn. Good day. The preceding program's views, claims, or representations may not reflect those of AM 1420 The Answer or Salem Media Group. Always Right Radio with Bob France. A hundred members of the United States Senate, the senior chamber, the upper chamber, if you will. We can't get more than 15 out of a hundred to define what a woman is? On a macro level, that's disgusting. On a micro level, to a man or woman, oh, can we say man or woman? I'm waiting for congressmen and congresswomen to become congresspersons, congresspeople, congress beings. You know it's coming. Weekdays at 9 on The Answer. And Odyssey. We're back with Brian and Tony from North Coast Financial Consultants. Guys, you really feel strongly about making sure that your clients are educated. An educated client is the best client. It empowers them to 